Hey, everybody. Welcome back to the Latch Mama Podcast. For those of you who are joining us for the first time, the Latch Mama Podcast is a podcast for the mothers in the trenches of motherhood. Um, Today, we are going to take a little trip down memory lane. We are going to talk about what we wish we had known 10 years ago um, when we kind of were embarking on said life journey as mothers. You're listening to the Latch Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa Wirt. Busy mom of six and owner of latchmama.com. Join us each week as we talk about pregnancy, breastfeeding, postpartum, and all things motherhood. Hi, friends. Hi. So we were talking, um, Lauren here at the office is about to turn 30 um, on Friday. Like Can I say that made me feel really old? I know. It makes me feel really old, too. <laughs> but, she's, so, but she's this classic old soul, too. So like I never would have thought she was that young. Gorgeous, thirty-year-old. Yeah, okay. Absolutely. But uh, we were just talking about what we did for our thirtieth birthday, and we realized that we were all just kind of like randomly postpartum, like whatever. So we were telling her to go celebrate because she's not currently postpartum, um, which is nice. I mean, you always are, but um, yeah. So we wanted to. We were talking about like what ten years ago looked like in our <laughs> lives and what our thirtieth-ish birthdays looked like. I mean, I was. 12 years ago was there we're trying me, to do the math yeah and trying to figure out how many kids we had and what was happening yeah. um so yeah so I know in the past 10 years I have probably grown and changed more than I have in any other like decade in my life I mean, maybe not I'm sure there was like the the born to 10 years old where probably people would say that I probably grew a little bit more you know learned how to walk or thinking of growth in a little different than like I grew four inches but the difference between like starting your family and then 10 years later is a pretty substantial um holy shinoli what just happened to me in my life like yeah thing Mm -hmm. um so 10 years ago for me I had one baby and I was getting ready to have a second baby where were you 10 how, years ago? Wait, how old were you 10 years right? ago? Right? I think so. No, 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 no. no, 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 no you no, had no, more. No, 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 no. Let me yeah. say that again. Do your ten math. 10 years ago. <laughs> no, but Alex isn't 10 yet. Alex is only nine. So, so were you pregnant? I only had, I must have been. I mean, I've been pregnant pretty yeah, yeah, much. Yeah. You can just ask me if I was pregnant then and if it was like any time in the last yes. 11 years. You're losing your answer, microphone today. The, the answer would have been yes. <laughs> Um, but I, yeah, so I had two kids, yeah. um, two under two. Um, it was a lot. What were you doing? Were you, um, you weren't working. Were you working? So latch mama, the idea of latch mama started when Alex was six months old. So I was like, latch mama was in its little infancy. Like it'll be 10 years old in the spring. Um, so oh. latch mama was like this little, like. Yeah, like little thing. I think I was, um, yeah, I had (laughs) bought probably at this point. Yeah, I had, I don't even know, guys, don't go do the math. This is either 10 or nine or 11 years ago. I don't know. Let's talk about (laughs) what mom math looks like. It looks a little bit like chicken math. It doesn't make any sense at all. But anyways, I had bought um, some clothes wholesale overseas um, and I had them in big plastic bins in the back of my minivan and I would drive to women's houses who just had their babies, and I would hold their babies. You buy like size runs. Mm-hmm. 
some different stuff. Yeah. Um, and I would hold their babies and they would try on nursing clothes, which was crazy because there was really no place other than like motherhood maternity where you could buy like a clip down nursing tank. Like there were no nursing clothes There's 10 nothing. years ago. So I was like introducing this new concept. I was like the Tupperware lady um, at these people's <laughs> houses. And it was actually most of them had had their babies at home. So they hadn't really gone anywhere. Um remember this one girl Lauren she was getting ready to go to a funeral so she didn't have any clothes so I held her baby it was really cool um they weren't well designed they were like like super tight and not well like fit um but it was really cool and it was a really cool proof of concept and it also made me realize very very early on that the relationship side of this was going to be really important to me in terms of fulfillment in the brand um but yeah, I'd wear one baby um, on my back and I'd have Nathan and he'd run around and I don't know. That was a lot. Where were you 10 years ago? I was 30. Um, my twins are just turned seven. So I was not yet pregnant with said twins. I was done. I, I was done with was four done. kids. Um, <laughs> I'm was probably still nursing or maybe just weaning. Like I think Nell's weaned at like 18 months. Okay. I was done and you were yeah, done. ready to be done, ready, ready to move on ready. the next stage. And yeah, no, but, um, <laughs> I was deep in it. Yeah. Fourth kid realized I can't physically do all the things. I think I struggled big time postpartum that after number okay. four, you were just at home in with it. Them? I was just in it. I was home. I was not working. Do you have any, help? I mean, I had like little creative hobbies here and there, but, I mean, help like my mom's always lived close and mm-hmm. I'm sure I would see my mother-in-law and, you know, some immediate family. But like I didn't have, yeah. didn't really have like a regular sitter or any other kind of help. I think we were still part of American family. So like that was like my, my like time alone to either work out or I would literally like sit at a table and read a book. <laughs> um, had like two hours max, you know. Um, but as you like add on the kid trying mm-hmm. to get everybody there was yeah. like sometimes more of a chore than just yeah know, staying at home so it's so funny like there were yeah. moments and I mean I definitely have more help now I didn't have any help with the first two but there are moments now where I look back and I'm like how do I have six kids with kids that are like just as young as I had then with one or two I sometimes would trade six like now for like the one or two before I found it one was extremely hard for me. I mean, Nathan had really severe colic and was a very, very um, baby that needed some extra love and attention. Um, mm-hmm. And when Alex was born, he was completely different. Um, so that was nice. Um, but still, like that one to two to three. I mean, I had help by the time they were three because Latch Mama was taking off. But even four, like I would choose my little pack of six now over Mm -hmm. the simple days of one or two and I don't know why um maybe because it just feels complete and everybody kind of can help and Nathan's older I don't I don't have any Mm -hmm. idea but like I look at what I have now and yes like I said it comes with a lot of help and a lot of privilege and we have more space now and things like that but there are days where it does feel easier than um other times. And I think it was also because I was always pregnant and I was always nursing and I was always just hormonally yeah. in these shifts yeah. where like now I'm almost two years postpartum, year and a half, uh, less than that out of nursing. Um, and life is starting to feel like it's 
Yeah. Like I'm getting myself back a bit. Yeah. Um, I agree. I would, t- and, and it's probably just because of my ages. I mean, we absolutely are kind of into the teens and that mm-hmm. different kind of parenting yeah. and more guiding and um, that kind of thing. But I do, I think back or see, you know, women with little ones and I think it's wonderful, but I'm just, I am, I'm really enjoying the stage that we're in and I will take mm-hmm. 10 of these, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. versus going back to, yeah, number one, just completely mm-hmm. kind of changed me and not like wrecked me, but it was really, really difficult. Yeah. I mean, it's just a complete flip, flip of your life. Um, two, I had a lot of anxiety about with breastfeeding because I struggled with some issues in with um linux Mm -hmm. and so i was like really nervous about that but like then it was like okay but then you're like okay do do they need something from me do they just wait and cry Mm -hmm. because like i'm nursing and i can't get them and i want to help them and so like those kinds of figuring out how to you know balance and just be okay with someone waiting a little bit and so yeah just just different it's not as like physical Mm hands-on um better communication like yeah. we've grown, they've grown. Yeah. It's just, it, it really it's is like a different time. What would you, um, what would you go back and tell yourself? I mean, I would start with like, I'm not, not to jump on you, like jump yeah, on your fine. answer, but like, I think I would just tell myself that so much of the stuff that I thought mattered <laughs> does not matter at all, at all. And I yeah. could see it like slowly start to fall off the list as I had more kids. But now I look back on it. Like, and it's so stupid and it's so cliche and it's so like, be present and enjoy the moments and they go by so fast. And I'm not going to say that because there's so many moments that don't go by fast. But I will say that so much of the shit that I thought mattered. Yeah. Doesn't matter. And I matter. don't even think you're saying that because, yeah, that that's a tough one to hear and to say. But the little things that we, we, we really thought were important, mm-hmm. whether it was clothes or even how you baby feed your baby or. Yeah. Yeah. Like things like that. I mean, 100 percent. That is definitely if not at the top, like, yeah. number two. And I mean, I think that some of it comes with time and some of it comes with what's really important to you and your family. And I think that things change over time. Um, but like I was probably a snotty little judgmental brat if you had met me like at one or two like in the sense of my kids were cloth diapered and you know they wouldn't eat they wouldn't eat like normal like goldfish they would only eat annie's cheddar bunnies and like i mean just crazy (laughs) stuff like they didn't drink out of plastic sippy cups it was only stainless steel and if these are choices that you're making for your family i'm absolutely not judging you in this moment but i am saying that at some point being present for my kids and accepting other people in my life and being able to connect with other moms and really truly learning that we're all on this journey and doing the best we can. I started to realize the way that I was showing up with these things that I almost sometimes couldn't even describe why I was making these decisions could come Mm -hmm. across as very, I don't know, elitist or, you know, non welcoming in things. And I mean, I think you can always do what you need to do for your family and still connect with other people who do differently. But it took me a little while of kind of letting some of that stuff go before I had the confidence to stand up for the things that really matter to our family. Yeah. And I do think some of these things we're talking about, unfortunately, really just they do they come with time and they Mm -hmm. come with living and they come with growth. So even if we reminded our past selves of this, it's not something we could just like implement like the next day. But just to like 
take a breath and I think that's when like you know social media was coming and you would see oh my gosh like so-and-so just took all of her littles to the orchard and yep but I know I I don't know I can't that's giving me anxiety thinking about I don't know if I can do that but then am I a good mom doing it so just the whole comparison thing Mm -hmm. like just to slow down and you know not be in the moment but just take a breath and those little things don't matter yeah like, you know some of them just don't they're not and, and if they do matter to you then that's great but I think it's yeah. really slowing down and figuring out and asking yourself why they matter do they matter because they matter to somebody on social media or Instagram mm-hmm. or because they took pictures of their baby every month or do they matter because they matter you know to you and your family and you want those yeah. you know really beautiful moments we talk about this a lot yeah. about like birthdays and things like that and what really matters and what your kids really need yep. um I think I would have learned how to ask for help sooner. Um, I think I lost a lot of time and a lot of energy thinking that I needed to do it all by myself. Mm-hmm. Um, and I know some of that comes with privilege and some of that comes with the success of the brand, but really truly like taking a step back. And even if asking for help is ordering a pizza instead of making dinner or um, lowering the expectations I have on myself for performance and things like that, um, mm-hmm. I would have done that as well. Yeah, I was very wrapped up in um, that was just my entire worth, which is wonderful. And Mm -hmm. I'm always will be a mom and I'm very, very proud of that and my kids. But really making sure that I found something for me, even if it was a little hobby, you know, if you want to go back to work, do it. If you want to find a hobby that can bring in a little bit of money, do it. But um, I wish I'd really taken better care of me in that sense but mm-hmm. also no it's really hard because I had four little ones pulling at everything and I don't really think I had the time or yeah even the mental you know space to do it but I think I would have asked my past self hey could you find mm-hmm. 30 minutes in the day or 45 minutes where you could really focus on you do something for you yeah um I would have I know that some of this stuff only happens when you're ready for it to happen <laughs> um but I definitely would have probably started therapy earlier than I did and worked on myself. I look at my relationship with my like second batch of kids as opposed to my first batch. And the first, it's just, it's harder because they're older. So you can have deeper conversations with the second part than the first part. But I think about how I'm showing up for the littles as opposed to how I showed up for the bigs. And it's a completely different, Mm -hmm. it's completely different, Um, which is a really, really beautiful, beautiful thing. But I also look at the years that I missed with, Um, the bigs just being really, really overwhelmed and stuck in my feelings and parenting in a completely different way than I parent now with a little bit more compassion and stuff for myself. Well, I brought that up the other day and I do think it'd be like a really good standalone topic of how Mm -hmm. they're all my kids. They all have the same mom, but do they really have the same mom? Um, because yeah, I look at how maybe I parented, um, the boys kind of that like young not toddler but mm-hmm. not like big kid yep. where maybe they were still napping and I still really needed them to nap and I'd get mm-hmm. very frustrated because I had infant twins that I'm taking care of so just completely overwhelmed so yeah. the experience that that four-year-old got versus the experience that my four-year-old twins got yeah. where I did not have any you know Absolutely. any infants at home and yep. okay you don't want to take a nap today that, let's you know, snuggle on the couch after preschool, you know, like absolutely very, yeah. very different mother, but the same, you know, body human. Yeah. Um, I think that's very fascinating and quite interesting. Yeah. Um, and I think about the fact that the first three of mine definitely had more of a stay at home mom 
like in their life and we went to music classes we you know sat in circles we went to gymnastics we did all of those things together (laughs) i'm just i'm just saying like they they had they had me a little bit more than the other three do but what the other three have like the younger three Mm -hmm. they have a much more patient mother who's going to slow down who's going to validate their feelings a little bit more who's going to I don't know, parent in a different way than the first three got. So it's just, it's a very interesting situation. And I think that as, as we grow through parenthood, you just kind of have to give yourself grace to say, Hey, I didn't do that quite right. You know, I'm going to try and do better. I don't think it's like completely avoidable. I think you do. You're going to have to grow and you're going to have to change. And we're all just trying to better ourselves, but you know, yeah, the whole therapy thing or working on yourself, whatever that looks like yeah, would be very beneficial, but I think it's got to be at the right time for Absolutely. you. Absolutely. So, so it's like the, so it's kind of like maybe, like maybe whatever, not, you know, yeah. wherever you are when it happens, I think is great. But I think some of that, that therapy and working on yourself actually not only benefits your kids and your relationship with your spouse, but I think it also benefits your ability to connect with other people. Um, and I think that that's probably something else that I wish I had moved up in terms of, my priority list is finding those really, really close mom friends earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I think we all have friends that, you know, we could go maybe to dinner with or sit in a circle at mom. I <laughs> am back to the circle. Back to the circle. <laughs> sit, you know, sit at music class with or something like that. But really, yeah. truly having those people that you can show your true self to, um, which I think also comes with a significant amount of, of work and, and growth and, um, you know, the abil- the ability to be vulnerable with one another. Um, so I think that, yeah, I mean, I think moving up, but all of that, which is crazy about this and why this makes this so difficult is all of that has to come with the belief that you matter. And p- motherhood has this way of taking that kind of belief away from you while mm-hmm. you're in the trenches, actually putting your heart and your soul and everything you have into the little people. Yeah. And that's what I would tell myself too, is like, you really matter as yeah. much as you give to your kids, give to yourself, yeah. you know, cause I just, it, it, what do you need? It was just taking care of anybody and everybody and not a whole lot of myself, you know, back then with like four little ones. Yeah. And it, you just, you blink and I'm not saying mm-hmm. you blink and they grow up and it's better, but you like blink and suddenly you're a year two years, three years, or somebody asks you what you want to do for your birthday or what you want for Christmas. And you literally, like, I know there are times, there still are times, like Eric's asked me my birthday is next week. Eric's asked me like five times what I want for my birthday. And I just, I, I don't even know. Like I start to think like my brain first goes to like, what do the kids need? What is going to happen? What are they going to be happiest doing? Like what, how do they want to celebrate it? Like, and it's so weird. Cause like yeah. even now this far into it, my brain is not focused on me yeah. and my needs. It's really funny. I th- it's probably like my mother-in-law, someone, you know, given me like a monetary gift. And they're uh-huh. like, do not, you do not buy mm-hmm. anything for any child. Yeah. And I was like, well, like, uh, what do really? you do? Yeah. Like, you know, yeah. and it's like, no, it's for you. It's for yourself. Like find something that you want to go do or whatever. And I mean, my husband has said in like the past years, like, what do you want to do? And and if you want to go do something for yourself, like go do it. Yeah. Which is really nice to hear because back then when you're doing all the little kids, like you just don't. Um, yeah. so yeah, it's kind of funny. It's just, it's just funny. Cause like, unless you start to put yourself first, 
And you don't. You can in those beginning years. Um, what else? It's hard, I- though, because we as moms, like, you don't want a physical thing. Like, you just, no. I, I don't, that doesn't. Sometimes I do. Sometimes yeah. I want, like, a new water bottle or, like, but something But sometimes I've already just got it, like, Or, like, last a month. journal or, like, <laughs> a hair thing or, like, just, it's so stupid. <laughs> it's, like, just these stupid little things that start to bring me joy just to have them of my own. It's yeah. silly. Like, this freaking sweatshirt. It's so funny. It's so stained. I just pulled it from the backseat of my car. I literally got it at TJ Maxx. Aww. I don't know. Like three months ago. I don't even know. It's like an it's like an American Eagle sweatshirt. No clue. But it brings me happiness every time I put it on. And I don't know why. Maybe it's because I bought it for myself. I have no Maybe. clue. It's so weird, though. I don't know. It is weird. <laughs> um, what else would you? I Oh, here's a good one. Put <laughs> This is like one of my mom hacks. We're just going to turn this into okay. mom hacks. Put your feet in the bathtub when you're bathing your child. If you're not getting in with them, which is something that we do with our younger ones sometimes. But if you're not getting in the bathtub with them, if you actually just uh-huh. stick your feet in the bathtub, it like actually, it's always helped me really chill out. Really? I don't know why. I'm also always cold. So putting my feet in the warm bath actually always helps me. <laughs> but I learned that very early on in motherhood, maybe very early on, maybe like four years in or something that if I instead of just sitting on the side of the tub putting yeah. my feet in then I guess soaking your feet does something I don't know there's like well I don't know pressure points and stuff on calming. the bottom I yeah. don't know I don't know I still have memories of um sometimes when the girls were in the bath and like Matt was doing bath mm-hmm. time he would just he would stand in the bathtub so they would like kind of hike his shorts up and yeah. literally like washing his legs and his feet so it was mm-hmm. like entertainment as yeah. well which was really funny and then sometimes he would like bend over and then mm-hmm. they would like wash his hair and like mm-hmm. rinse his head. And yeah, um, but just getting involved. Yeah. I think sometimes you're so overwhelmed and it probably feels nice to, yeah, you know, stick outside, your feet in and outside always helps. I learned that pretty, pretty early on is like outside or water. Like those are like the two options. Just that, getting outside. Like I still use that sometimes. Like if Matthew's like having a tantrum and I just carry him outside and just put him on my lap out there, like sometimes just stops the tantrum which is really nice yeah um oh i had another one um i I wish i had learned earlier that it wasn't always that my partner didn't want to help but sometimes you just have to be super direct sometimes they really like something we assume that they know Mm -hmm. like they just don't know like yeah. Or they do know, but they don't want to know, but they really want to help. But if you're just super direct about how they can help, they will help. And it's mm-hmm. wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Like now I'm just like kitchen or bath. Which one would you like? Yeah. Uh-huh. And then I'll take yeah. the other one. But or it's like, like there's a difference between what I have learned in my relationship is there's a difference between saying the baby needs a new diaper and can you change the baby's diaper? <laughs> Two totally different (laughs) statements that will get two totally different reactions. The first one may not get him to look up from his phone, may not get him doing what he's doing. But if I say, can you please change the baby's diaper? 99% of the time he's going to get up and change the baby's diaper. But it's just the difference in terms of what they hear. Wish I had learned that 10 years ago. So communication, communication, and Ask just being the questions. very, Have very the clear. conversations. Don't talk be about. Afraid. Don't be afraid to talk about. Hey, these are the things kind mm-hmm. of that need to happen this evening. Yes. How do we want to tackle it? Yes. What does that look like? Yeah. Um, and Have I guess the conversation. My last thing, which is kind of where we started on the whole thing, was like, you don't have to do all the things. You don't have to do all the things because I can promise you, probably, 
just like at like the holidays where the kids just remember the boxes, not the presents and things like that. They're going to remember the moments and mm-hmm. how they felt, not necessarily the big elaborate things that they did. Yeah. Um, yep. They're going to remember being together um, as opposed to like the big adventures. So, yeah. And sometimes I would get wrapped up at times in the things that needed to happen and the things that need to do. And you know what? If it's dessert before dinner and it's a yep. fun trip, like, yep. Yeah, those are the things, like you said, what they'll remember. Um, And it's okay. Yeah. So those of you who are in the trenches, the takeaways are find yourself. Don't forget yourself. Communicate. And it's really probably the little things that are actually going to end up being the big things. Yeah. Cool. Thanks, guys. Thanks, guys.